You're a dew beater. Dew beater. That's unkind to say. Oh, maybe you're adorable. I, I know I am. As well as being another name for a nincompoop, adorable is a petty nitpicking teacher. Those aren't real words. You're adorable. I am adorable. <laughs> no, adorable. It's my big blue eyes. Maybe you're just a driggle draggle. <laughs> Where did you get Are you only on the Ds? Are there? Is there a whole alphabet worth of these insults? Nashgab. Oh, that sounds dirty. You're a Nashgab and a Quizby. You, you my dear, are a Nashgab and a Quizby, but at least you're not adorable. I am adorable. It could be what <laughs> baby Yoda's race is. He could be adorable. What are Yodas? Are they, is that, is there a race? Is Yoda belong to a race? No, wait, I'm looking at Okay, welcome to the show where Grace stares at her phone for half an hour. Star Wars? This show. This is a big show. This is a huge show. I know, okay? I have a lot to this do. This is the, the Wednesday show. If we are not here at 6 a.m. on Wednesday to get people through their drive time, people through their day... They will perish without us. They need us on hump day. The city is burning, and the only thing that can save it is us. It's actually Orange County, Bernie. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Welcome to Los Angeles, ma'am. Live from the City of Roses. Maybe this is a good time for a little break. This is LAAF. And you listening at home on your radio boxes. With Grace Faye. Grace. Instant gratification takes too long. Grace! If you like high adventure, come with me. And. Major player, Boyle. Jimmy McCammon. He's an enigma. A mystery wrapped in a riddle. He's an idiot. One and a half million in Los Angeles. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Your parents didn't want this for you. This? This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Is L-A-A-F. It's going to be a massive production. They're making fun. Come on, it's embarrassing. Activate force fields. Guns at full power. Guns, missiles, all of the weaponry. Welcome to LAAF, at LAAF Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Great video up there. Some other cool stuff. Uh, follow us over there. We love having fun. Uh, hang out in our uh, Facebook room, LAAF Podcast. Hang out. Whatevs. Uh, and Facebook page to come sometime soon, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know how things work. Who cares, right? There's enough place to, there's enough place to do LAAF things. Um, it is Wednesday, it's hump day, and I hope that you are humping now, right now. Really? Later, you later. think people listen to this for sex music? Well, I mean, the like the back, not us talking, oh, yeah. but the background Ooh. music I would do. Uh, Wouldn't you? Uh. Yeah. Ooh. If you're having sex out there, listening to the sound of my voice. <laughs> I'm horrified. Check in with your psychologist. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're going to talk about Mank later, uh, which is a cool film. I thought it was going to be like expensive or something because it looks like an expensive type film. It was expensive, I think. But uh, yeah. It, oh, it's on Netflix. So, though, But it's on Netflix, yeah, which is practically being free. Well, it's um, 10 bucks a month. I think they jacked up the prices again. I pay for your Netflix. What are you worried about it? Hey, I paid for the Netflix for the first five years of our You pay for Hulu, which is nice. Let's argue on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Who pays for your Netflix? Ah, That's the way to get $1 subscribers. Argue on the podcast. Everybody go to patreon.com slash LAAF and subscribe. (laughs) It's only a dollar a month and you can hear all this arguing. We're going to put some new stuff on the Patreon. It's 
free to listen to on SoundCloud. It's free to listen to on freaking uh, uh, iTunes. We give but you all can our just art give away. the dollar because you like us. Hell, we like you. I like seeing you in the comments there. I like hanging out. Uh, I've gotten fat. I'm on my bike, and I'm I'm getting it down, baby. I'm on the diet that consists of chili and bran flakes. And man, I will tell you, I am empty to my soul. Luckily, I I get to leave every morning, so I'm not witness (laughs) to any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy, we're off topic. It's December 9th. Let's be hosts. I'm sorry. Let's be congenial. Let's be, you know, let's talk about things that people want to hear about. Imagine you're hosting a Christmas party at your house. That's this podcast. We've got lots of Christmas stuff coming up. uh, And uh, I've got uh, Christmas traditions from around the world. I keep meaning to get that. And I keep just booting it off to the next. We're going to get to it in this show. Okay. I promise. Okay. Christmas traditions from around the world. My favorite of which is the Yule Goat. Ask me later. <laughs> okay, it's coming up in the most important segment, the sexiest segment, the handsomest segment, the only segment on this podcast hey. with a beard. Well, that's okay, yeah. I don't have a beard at all. Your segment doesn't have a beard, apparently, according <laughs> to my logic. I don't I know what you I'm were doing. My beard. <laughs> I've lost it completely. Uh, happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's going to be action packed. I'm glad you're here. Uh, we're. Uh, Broadcasting live as always from Los Angeles. You're shaking County. the table. You've had so much coffee. Don't hump the table. I got it. The most energy that I have is in the morning. I grew up on a farm. She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Grace? Everyone's perfect just the way they are. Uh, It's National Housewife Day today. It's going to shatter the record. Restaurants and food. Maybe they're doing takeout. Pico de Gallo with a lot of tomatoes. What do you like on your nachos? I had a really good sandwich the other day. There's donut day. There's nacho day. Well, you don't want too much grace? Culture and the environment. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. I thought you were done with being a creep. Dining and eating. This is why sandwiches are what they are. Or what about a croissant? I like a more upscale nachos. She's here to guide you. Just go along and sell out, honey. Wear a cute mask. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. Is trying. No! uh, To help. You either have Grace or you don't. Grace, Grace, Grace. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys are all listening in your headphones as you wait in line because California has reduced capacity in all the stores. So we're all out there shopping now. Um, you got to go in the old fashioned six feet away line out front thing. Well, and because now there's a, a lower capacity allowed in the stores. So those lines are going to be longer because they're clocking in people and they can only have like 20 percent capacity in the stores. Um, but I do recommend, if you don't mind waiting in line a teensy bit, going to down to Huntington Gardens in Pasadena. Uh, the gift store is open to anyone, anytime, and they have fabulous gifts. A little overpriced, but kind of worth it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't want to give away too much because then everyone who gets presents from me might know what they're getting. But anyway, good spot for fancy holiday gifts for like your aunt and your mom and stuff like that. You, know um, you can s- order online or you can go in person. Yeah. You know what I say when they tell me I have to wait in the line outside? Uh-huh. Go prick thy face and overread thy fear, thou lily-livered boy. You mentioned Shakespearean insults, so I just looked some up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be bringing you more throughout the show. Do they the call show. someone a prick? 
do they say? I go, shall prick you with go, my go prick sword. Thy face. Sword. Prick thy face. I guess you know, just cause, just prick poke yourself face. in the face with poke. a pencil. I guess. Poke yourself in the face, you lily-livered boy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, lily-livered. Away, you three-inch fool. Um, I, I did want to mention <laughs> that. Um, I met a new buddy who's also a podcaster. He's got a show called The Cool Nerd Weed Show. That's TS over at The Cool Nerd Weed Show. Oh, uh, hey. They interviewed Tommy Chong from Cheech and Chong. That's kind of good. a minute. But he did recommend Jones Coffee Roasters here in Pasadena, which is a local uh, business. So we haven't been there yet, but we're hoping to head over there. I'll give you a review when we go. Um, yeah, coffee. They roast their own coffee. What's and the podcast called? See, I love coffee, and I love weed, and I love podcasts. I think it's just weed, not coffee. I don't know. It's called the Cool Nerd Weed Show. I don't TS. think real real potheads can't survive without coffee because you're getting stoned, you know, and you need that balance. You got to have it. Yeah, you got to have an upper and a downer. I get it. Cool. I'm going to check out the podcast then. That um, sounds cool. Yeah, I did get an actual name from my friend's um, Farm Fresh box. Um, I picked up her box yesterday because she's out of town. And uh, it's Flamingo Estates. Uh, pretty awesome. They give you a whole box. You can get it weekly or biweekly. Um, it's all local farms. I got lettuce, dill, cilantro, arugula, bok choy, which I've never cooked. Have to figure out that. Beets, which I've already made. Delicious. All you need is butter, salt, and pepper. I'm down with the beets. Yeah, and then they give you the cool carrots, but I thought I got turnips, but I think I actually got watermelon radishes. They're these round white radishes. They look like turnips, but you cut them and inside they're radishes. So anyway, um, the thing with Farm Fresh boxes is it forces you to cook with vegetables. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and learn how to prepare new vegetables, too, you know? Like, like the I've, squash, yeah. I've got all my go-tos, but you find some things uh, out of those boxes that... You know, I didn't know you could eat or cook. Yeah, there you I go. I like green beans, nice, short, in a can, you know? No, <laughs> I am against cut veggies in a, in a can. in a short thing that you can eat real fast in a can. You can just grab them right out of there with your hand unceremoniously and feed yourself. That sounds you know? so gross. Oh, the eating part of life is so boring. I just want to get it over with. It's just as you could just get a nice, good... So the thing with green beans is you're supposed to get nice organic green beans, fresh. Uh, and I could then have, I could have you opened a can them, of green beans and eaten them by now. But then you it's blanch them. In other words, you boil them only so <laughs> long and then you soak them immediately with cold water to try to keep the green color and just a little bit of crunch. You're supposed to have crunch, not like no, the no, dark no, 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 green, no. soggy, mushy you green beans in a can. Oh, come on, people. Let's argue on the podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think my our fans will agree with me that fresh green no. beans are better than canned green beans. We disagree fundamentally on crunch. We, 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 just won't, we just won't see eye to eye on crunch. You want everything to crunch, and I don't want almost nothing to crunch, except for a delicious chip. You really are like an old man. You just need it mushed up so it slides down. Nothing. Just, <laughs> just mushed up so I can get it through my dentures. Thanks for your help. How was your Christmas? Yeah, it came and went. Well, who wouldn't grab a chance to get out of this burg? And now... Listen, everybody, I, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... Today, Junior! Is today, is today even a thing? It sure is December 9th. It is National Llama Day. I mean... Oh, I celebrate Llama Day every year. 
Is that a joke? Is that like a pun? Like Dalai Lama? I go to the llama. They're not just adorable, majestic creatures. They're also a big help to people all over the world. National Llama Day is the perfect day to appreciate one of the fuzziest farm animals around. I've been neighbors with llamas, you see. Yeah, I've taken care of llamas before. They're very protective. Yeah, the folks one one farm over from ours had llamas, and so they'd come up to the fence, and they'd want a carrot if I was giving carrots to the horses, and yeah. They have really weird eyes. If you look at their eyes close, they're like squiggly. Yep. It's really interesting. They carry stuff, though, apparently. Some live as long as 30 years. That's awesome. (laughs) Whatever. I'm 41. Yeah, well, you know, animals don't always live as long. Think yeah, of a well, mayfly. I live longer they than only a live llama. A day. Outlasted you llamas. How do you like that? Huh? It's Who's their a day. Man now? Oh, I guess they're not a man. Stop fighting with llamas. It's their day. That's true. Happy Llama Day, llamas. <laughs> if you listen to the... And uh, shout out to all of the llama listeners of the LAAF podcast, obviously. Oh, yeah. They're, tomorrow. Oh, go ahead. There's Freddie and Freckles. Well, I was going to say it's Hanukkah starting tomorrow. I can't the 10th believe. through the 18th. Happy I, Hanukkah. I can't believe you're, you're dilly-dallying. I don't understand why you're wasting everyone's time. Well, you told me that I'm just a horrible, adorable... <laughs> you are adorable. <laughs> adorable. Okay. A fritter fratter. No, I don't understand why you're wasting everybody's time dancing around the what really what day it is that you care about, that you love, that you're excited <laughs> about, that you're thrilled about. There's, Go ahead. It's National Pastry Day. Thank you. Today. Finally, it's food related. Oh, finally, like British Baking Show came out with their season three of their holiday chapter, and I didn't know that they have the Great American Baking Show with the same host, the Scary Paul Hollywood. And, and it's so cheesy, but it's kind of cool. It's all amateur bakers, and you know, you learn how to make pastries. I don't know how to make any pastries, but I like to eat them. It's Christmas card day. We're uh, gonna oof. send our first, your very first Christmas card ever out, right? Have you ever written one before? Oh yeah! Don't don't be silly. You have? Yeah, because around come around Christmas time, you're usually like living with somebody that you gotta like be around. So you gotta right. get them a Christmas card, you know? No, well, I get like yeah. I get like two Christmas cards a year. But but sending <laughs> them out to distant <laughs> relatives, this aunts, my, uncles, cousins. This may be my that? first ever effort. Uh, you know, uh, in my crazier days as a youth, maybe I made a. Uh, thing out of it one time that I can't remember because you know <laughs> the, the drinking. Um, but yeah, you were just be drinking and writing Christmas time, cards. My first time officially doing it legit for the joy of Christmas. Really, you're yeah. admitting that on this oh, is no. a live forum. You're saying for no, the no, joy no. of Christmas. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I've been. Have you been stirred by the joy? No, no, no. I want it every year. That's the thing is, I Aww. like it. I want it every year, but I only. It just looks like aliens dancing in a circle to me. I don't understand it. It's so, just about celebrating and the, you know, the light and the darkness. Yeah, go back to uh, our last podcast, okay, Monday's episode, and listen to what Grace had to say about Christmas. It was indeed not the light and the darkness, blah, 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 blah. It was, I'm going to be getting stuff, and this is one of the other days where I get to be getting stuff, and getting <laughs> stuff is basically the highlight of Christmas. Hey, I'm mostly giving stuff this year. I, I don't think I'll be getting much. That's true. That's true. Grace, Grace, Worst thing you ever seen. What do you know what I've seen? He's a narcissistic, egomaniacal, psychopathic man. 
the town malcontent. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. He's an angry little gnome. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Always collecting a bad reputation. He's a dummy. Jimmy doesn't love comedy. Very mysterious person. Nobody seems to know anything about him. Oh, he's a very charming man. Everybody hates Jimmy. He's an idiot. Jimmy's a bad person! I don't think I'll be dating Jimmy. Look, isn't he clever? <laughs> He's either getting trim, looking for trim, or having experimental surgery to stabilize his central nervous system. Oh, look, it's the guy from that thing. He got fat. Here's Jimmy. Pigeon livered and lack gall. I am sick when I do look at thee. It's because they used to use, they used to talk about the humor. It's like medicine was based on the humor. That's why Shakespeare has all those references to the, the gall, the gall and the bile and the liver and things like that. Grace knows all of this stuff Caller. because Grace knows all this stuff because she's a fop doodle. Or a fusty lug? I don't know. A fusty is fusty an adjective? Yeah. I, like it's it's a little fusty in here. Uh, like fragrantly dusty and musty also? Fusty? This is a gigantic catalog on the internet of, of insults. We should bring that back. We got to bring that stuff back. It's funny. I scorn you, scurvy companion. <laughs> scurvy. Peace, you fat guts. That's a, that's a Shakespearean one. Peace. Yeah, you used to say that when people were being crazy. You'd be like, peace, peace. People still say that, maybe. Like, chill. Yeah, my, my whole point being, uh, like, the whole sensitivity deal, you know, is killing not only... Like, uh, I mean, I, it's secondary to me that China is actually out and proud and vocally planning on overtaking, at least economically, the United States by the year 2027. And well, yeah, if you buy on Amazon, you're you're paying China. I yeah, mean, well, I am. If, if you, yeah, most of you, the stuff we have in this apartment is from China. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they're gonna, and I like it. So it, it's all fine. It's all that part is all fine, you know. But if they wanted to like militarily take over, which is what some of your like military people uh, sort of think and like about. invade America and make invade it Ameri- communist. Yeah, all that is yeah. that is that what people think is going to happen? They think about that stuff. Yeah, Come and on. I'm like. I'm like, it's going to get to a point, maybe by that time-ish. Yeah, yeah, peace from my end. Hey, whoever's in charge, you know, whatever, I'm I'm down with you. You're all a bunch of bobble lines, as far as I'm concerned, and a a bit of of calm mists. (laughs) I don't think a psychopath, like in your your intro, would invest this much time into nerdy Shakespeare insults. Like, you're kind of giving away your soft side, I just have to say. Fucking Nash Gab. He's so mean. He's a turkey doodle. Nice. Singing. 
dancing, laughter, tears, romance. We heard someone has a birthday. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. It's some people's birthday today. Yeah, if there's a lot of uh, very famous and very important people who were born on this day in recent history. And I'd say that if you yourself happen to share a birthday with any of these people, mm-hmm. any of these Happy people birthday. who are indeed your betters. A lot of good actors. Congratulations to you. Judy Dench. Happy birthday. John Malkovich. Jesse Metcalf. Kirk Douglas. Oh, yeah. Died this year. R.I.P., buddy. We just saw a great movie with Kirk Douglas. What was it? I forget. (laughs) He was great, though, and that dimple in his chin is, like, unbelievable. He does look just like Michael does look like him. No, no. We talked about this movie on the podcast. It was called Detective Story. Oh, that was the one where the wife wasn't a virgin. The wife wasn't a virgin when they got married, and he was just pissed about it the whole movie. And, like, other than that being the central premise of the movie it was pretty good but it kind of ruined it it is uh felicity huffman's birthday um she was one of the actresses she's married to william h macy who we all love from like magnolia and shameless shameless and um she did admit that they tried to get their kids into school illegally and she did serve 11 days in jail 11 of her 14 day sentence and probably paid some money but i'm like 11 days like that's not even anything it's just money can get you out of anything she has a good lawyer but she also did admit it right away so she got a much lesser sentence than like Lori Laughlin from the Hallmark Channel who wouldn't admit it and said not guilty and then I think she ended up getting more time I was a little surprised that those people ended up serving time at all honestly I mean it's uh they're rich, you know, like maybe charge them a bunch of money and put it towards the public schools or, you know, something that balances it out somehow. But like, I don't know, what's the point of locking them up to create a, I guess to create an example for other rich people, you know, some people are kind of like having a lot of uh, what's called schadenfreude, schadenfreude mm-hmm. over, over this, you know, but I think it's just your typical standard like, oh, you're, you, you're rich and pretty and so i like to see you knock down a peg i well, like i no, don't care I think, i'm Jimmy, not taking part in it there's a whole world of college admissions that's they like should have find the shit out serious so in any case Lori laughlin did a two-month prison sentence um but uh when i was in high school i went to public high school but my parents were so crazy about me getting into college yeah. and then the admissions like it's so competitive to get into these top schools that parents are spending all this money to. For example, I had to do SAT tutoring for my math portion because I didn't get like a perfect score on math, you know, or and my parents had me talk to like a college guidance counselor person so I could get into the best school or whatever. Like people are so fired up about it. You don't come from that culture, but there is a culture where the parents are psycho from the time that they're competitive. Kids are in preschool in terms of getting them into the best best school. Yeah. What's so interesting is that as a Yale grad, you know, I don't make a lot of money. And here you come on New Year's Eve, and what you want to do is take these poor, suffering people's hope away. For 400 measly bucks. I can be flexible on the price. My wife's folks came by on the day. Mom brought a fruitcake. Could have been used by the pharaohs. Kids cried when I made them eat it. Everything sucks. 
And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. December 9th in history, the Treaty of The Hague was signed by England and the Netherlands in 1625. That doesn't have any relevance to me. I, is, that, is that important? Oh, yeah. Well, you benefited directly, young lady, from, from that treaty. Okay. Smallpox <laughs> officially declared eradicated in the year 1979, the year of my birth. 1979. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So it takes a while for vaccines to really get a hold. I mean, that's something we can think yeah. about these days, this year, 2020. A commission of scientists declared that smallpox has been eradicated. The disease, which carries around 30% chance of death for those who contract it, is the only infectious disease afflicting humans that has officially been eradicated. Nice. Yeah. In uh, 1884, Levant M. Richardson received a patent for the ball-bearing roller skate. That's right. Roller skates were invented in the 1800s. Did wow. you know that? Yeah, no. 1880s. Did they wear those, like, 70s knee-high socks and the little short shorts and... In the 1880s. I I think that women couldn't wear... Women probably weren't allowed to roller skate in the 1800s. I've seen some pretty basic-ass model uh, four-wheel roller skates with, like, metal wheels and, like, leather boots, you know? Like, like, so I believe... Well, they had ice skates for a long time, I think. Yeah. Those are, you know... I think before roller skates, I have roller skates, but I prefer roller blades. I like a back brake. I don't like the forward brake. Like, I know you're supposed to drag your foot behind you to stop on a roller skate, but I always feel like I'm going to topple forward. I'd rather topple back on my butt, like a rollerblade break, you know? Oh, yeah. You're the person who they invented hand <laughs> breaks for, for those things. They There's eventually, hand breaks? Yes. Oh. Yeah, they eventually invented a hand brake that comes up here, and you can just hold it and just be braking all How the time. How I fell off my bike and, do. and also broke my bike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, in in oh. Indianapolis, retired Boston candy ma- manufacturer Robert H. W. Welch Jr. establishes the John Birch Society, a right-wing oh, organization yeah. dedicated to fighting what it perceived to be the extensive infiltration of communism into American but basically, they're like a white supremacist yeah, type I mean, organization. Well, I learned about it when probably they covered they were, Phyllis Schlafly in Mrs. America, that great Hulu show, um, because she was part of the John Birch Society. And what, what they were show. inferring was that they were an anti-feminist, anti, you know, yeah, civil rights movement. It's funny on group. that on that conversation and they portrayed it well in that show where like the two sides of that conversation both think that they're the ones being feminist right I know it's so fascinating it's pretty, I mean they pulled it off really cool you know for a cast that must have been largely liberal people you know like who played uh, who played uh, I'm sorry what's her name Phyllis Schlafly uh, Kate Blanchett she was so good I yeah. mean she ran away with that series she, she always so is good. she's a theater girl that's why yeah, we're She's just better than other people. <laughs> theater actors are better than other actors, a little bit. If you're if you're a theater actor and you manage to make it to film and do well on film, I don't know. It's you a wanna, shared language. You want to go back and like snag some theater credits just for the legit, and also for the workout. I mean, artistically, it's, workout, yeah. it's this workout it's that, that is beyond compare. Got it? Yes. Say it back to me. Oh, then no. You're listening to LAAF. You saucy lackey. 
Oh, yeah. I'm the sauciest lackey. I'm the sauciest lackey you have. Bottled spider. Success is counted sweetest by those who ne'er succeed. To comprehend a nectar requires sorest need. Not one of all the purple hosts who took the flag today can tell the definition so clear of victory as he defeated, dying, on whose forbidden ear the distant strains of triumph burst agonized and clear. Success is Counted Sweetest by Emily Dickinson, whose birthday it was today, but we missed it because we were paying attention to celebrities. Oh, man. I thought the Hallmark actors covered it, but it was Emily Dickinson's birthday. Uh, Jimmy McCammon holding down the literary desk. No, actually, that's Emily Dickinson's birthday is tomorrow, which is why you didn't see it. But happy birthday tomorrow to one of the greatest poets of, and uh, happy Hanukkah. of the 1800s. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Hanukkah starts tomorrow. Um, my family's part Hanukkah. I mean, part <laughs> <laughs> my family's part. My my uh, father is married to my stepmom, my dear uh, uh, sweet um, stepmom, who is Jewish. And they light the menorah and they do Hanukkah things. Decorate with white and blue. With um, the stars and yeah. That's why I always like to get, when speaking of Christmas cards uh, or holiday cards, I always like to get all my cards that say, like the ones for this year say, season's greetings, happy holidays, happy new year, um, have a fantastic holiday, that kind of thing. So that way they can be, especially with living in Los Angeles, actually, when I last year when I cared about my career and I had a career and there was some acting opportunities because of there wasn't... A, global pandemic um whenever i sent out christmas cards to casting directors and agents i always did a standard happy holidays because you don't want to say merry christmas yeah you it know. actually it's kind of prejudiced to assume to say merry christmas to someone at a store um because you're assuming that they're christian or something and we can never assume those sorts of things and we shouldn't so if thou wilt needs marry, marry a fool, for wise men know well enough what monsters you make of them. Happy holidays is a good bet. I've never seen such monumental inefficiency. The show was great. Just looking for justice. More of your conversation would infect my brain. 